Welcome back to the channel. I'm Matt Kim and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. First and foremost, absolutely and humbly thank you for clicking on this video. I've been completely off the internet for two years and that you've decided to give me another chance. Well, that means the world to me. As you can see, the format of the channel has changed. Yes, it's another damn podcast. However, I promise that if you've joined this journey, it'll be worth it. My goal is to have honest, genuine conversation with people I respect and genuinely feel as though I personally can learn from. Through my learning, if you can also learn something, gain a new perspective, or help be a better person, all the effort and time was well worth it. My core belief is that a person should be able to do whatever, say whatever, and be whoever they want, and the government, society, or corporation should have no say in how you choose to live your life. There is importance in thinking and learning for yourself, and not just believe what you're told. Be different. Be your own person. Have unique ideas. That said, our first guest of our new podcast is my close friend and confidant, Haas Sudi. He's a successful tech entrepreneur with multiple exits. He is currently working on several projects, including media production and medical software. Today is a great exercise on how two people can completely disagree on political ideology, but yet have a logical discussion and debate. And most importantly, remain friends. We'll do a little house cleaning and catching up and discuss the future of content creators, the social implication of AI, and crime in the super high-end neighborhood of Buckhead, Atlanta. It's my first episode, so please be kind. I swear, things can only get better. If you make it to the end, please consider sharing as a small rebranded channel who can only grow through your support. I appreciate everyone. And now, here's our first pod. Why did you stop doing the podcast? Uh, time. You know, like Steve had a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry moved. Are we on the podcast yet? Are we starting? I mean, I think we're always rolling. It's been rolling. Uh, uh, huh? It's been rolling. All right. It, it's always Are we rolling. Starting? Okay. You know? Um, Why? Well, I need to know because, you know, if I'm going to provide all the information or publicly available information. I, I think it's uh, whatever you feel comfortable with at all times. <laughs> I think you always assume that everyone's recording. I think that's just how life is these yeah, days also. Everything's a hot mic. We do have coasters, actually, by the way. We actually, uh, I, don't, I don't like them. What, um, what do you mean you don't like them? Because it, this, look, see, because it's this. You see? I, I, I don't like this inconsistency. Is that what they're supposed to be? I have no idea. It's a little bit better, but it still has the issue. Um, you know, spring for the nicer coasters, Matt. I mean, I wanted to get silicone so that they don't make noise. Look, That's really what it was. I don't believe you because this is, I've never heard of this off-brand ginger ale. I mean, I, I like ginger ale and <laughs> Canada Try and Seagram's, but then then you've got this off-brand. I've never heard of this off-brand. I mean, it's called ginger ale. So I see you've put everything, all the money you, you have into, into the, the production of Into this, the studio. And everything else <laughs> is just, again, not needed. Right? You, you got to save our money some way. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, we stopped, we stopped FlexCast because after 40 episodes and we we loved doing it. It was great. And it's funny is, uh, a lot of, you know, I, I did a bunch of videos on YouTube, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Harry obviously is YouTuber. So Steve, Yeah. but, um, a lot of what folks close to us said is that the FlexCast was the best thing that we ever did. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people saw it. It it, it Uh was, uh you know, I think we promoted it two or three times ever. And it takes time to like pick up Steve, especially the podcast. We were doing well though. Mm -hmm. Like I would say. We had four to five thousand downloads. Oh a week. wow! Yeah, that's a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, we had the YouTube channel, and we had mm-hmm. maybe like I don't know five hundred to a thousand views on that per yeah. video. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes up or down, but you know whatever. Um, 
Anyway, uh, Steve had his first baby, mm-hmm. a situation you now know. Yes. Changes life and things like that. Uh, and uh, I started managing a production company. Mm-hmm. So YouTubing and all that stuff took me to actual film and TV production. Mm-hmm. So most people don't realize that. I mean, I think you know this actually personally. Uh, but I went to film and TV production mm-hmm. from YouTube yeah. production. You know, so that that got me into that. But I was basically uh, helping to run that company for a while. Uh, and then finally Harrison moved to Alpharetta. He wasn't in my neighborhood anymore. So mm-hmm. it just became really difficult for us to get together and, you know, schedules changed and all that stuff, which we addressed on his, uh, new podcast. He's got like, which I saw. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He's uh, on episode three. I think he just did three. Yeah. 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 He just dropped three. Yeah. Uh, I was on number two. Nick mm-hmm. was on number one, but, um, yeah, we, we talked about that as well. I don't know why we decided to start a podcast. A lot of guys, I think at some point in their life goes, Hey, we should have a podcast. It used to be that guys sit around at the bar and be like, we should open a bar, right? That used to be the thing. I think people collectively understand now that's a horrible idea and you're going to lose money. So people now go, hey, we should start a podcast. So how many podcasts start up on a daily basis? Just a lot, constantly. A lot. But I would also say, in addition to that, it's not just dude sitting around like, hey, we should start a podcast because mm-hmm. it's a thing to do. It's also that as we move into a more and more digitally centric market and economy, mm-hmm. um, you know, like CEOs like us are going to have to be more and more content creators Correct. as like a second component of, you know, a trait of mm-hmm. being a good mm-hmm. CEO than just being a good manager of a company. Correct. So I, I think that just goes hand in hand with where things are going, where people are going to discover clients, you know, potential customers, et cetera, are going to discover you a lot more in the future from your content mm-hmm. than they are from traditional paid media advertising and relationships, et cetera. You know, there's always that organic growth, but but that's going to be a key component, component uh, going forward, I think, for any successful small company. Which is, I agree with 100%, which is why I had this idea. It's not easy to start a podcast. It's not. It's, it's not easy to start anything, really. It's not easy do, to figure out how to get video. A lot of podcasts go audio only because mm-hmm. the video part is very... It's a pain in the ass. Not easy. Yeah. You got to go deep down the YouTube rabbit hole That's of right. learning yeah. in order to do it. How do you get all the levels right? How do you get the equipment? What do you buy? I mean, you're talking hours and hours of research. You know I know. And the same not a lot of people are willing to do it. And even if they do it, do they understand it? Yeah. So I thought, what if I created a studio that I can rent? Rent out. Rent out. Mm-hmm. Make it something that's a little bit flexible. Um, change the graphic and change the graphic. <laughs> change the color of all the lighting. Sure. All the lighting in here can change. Yeah, uh, that's why we went with three specific different walls, mm-hmm. so that if it's a solo podcast, you can choose the side you want to be on. And there are a lot of companies, CEOs, businesses, um, or individuals that would like to do it, or even have an opportunity. Just do an episode a month, episode a year. Yeah, and to have make, it, basically make it easy. Exactly. It's where you don't have to do anything. Just have your idea of what you want to talk about, show up, and we take care of everything. That makes sense. Like a turnkey podcast solution. Correct. We can do the editing. We can cut it to 30-second, 60-second clips for you if you'd like Mm -hmm. in a vertical format so that you're able to put it on TikTok and shorts and everything and reels and everything else yeah. that's out use there the right content now. how you're supposed to you know it's correct not just run a podcast for an hour and post that you've got to cut it up you've got to mm-hmm. tease it you've got to put it on every uh every platform mm-hmm. in its native resolution in, in a way that makes sense for each platform not just cut the same thing and push post it everywhere 
because I've seen a lot of people who have their podcast or I've known other friends that have kind of flirted with the idea, mm. but it's just the barrier entry is just so high. Yeah. yeah. So can we simplify that, make it easier? And can we make a business out of it? And that's the idea I had. And once I had the idea, I'm like, all right, Mike, let's start building. And we, that's what we did. So this is about three weeks, two and a half weeks in the making. So it's not it's a, still pretty young. It's extremely young. I like, we I like it, though. We haven't done an episode. We haven't done anything. You're actually the first person in since we consider it finished. Oh, wow. Before then, I've had people sit here. And the interesting part is when people sit down and have a conversation for like 30 minutes, an hour, mm. everyone said the same thing when they were done. Wow. Thank you for the experience, mm. which is I thought that was a very interesting thing to say. But everybody said it. I think it's because everyone watches podcasts or listens to podcasts and they've always wondered what it would feel like to be on one. Can I confess something to you? Yes. I've never watched or listened to a podcast. Really? Not once. Why? I don't. It doesn't do anything for me. It's also because you're, you know, you can't sit still. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'd say you're the same way, but here we are sitting still on a freaking podcast. That's true. But, um, it, ha it, it has very little value to me mm. generally. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't mind watching YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I, I don't ever listen to talk radio. Mm. I never have. I've hated it. You I know? used to listen to a lot of talk radio. Yeah. I hate, talk I radio. love talk radio. Oh, I, I used it. to love talk radio <laughs> before, you know, like it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, you know, we're of old course. men now. Uh, but I love participating in podcasts. Mm -hmm. I like talking to my friends. You just like people. to talk. Well, I like it's it, here's it, it, part <laughs> of it, kind of, but part of it is the interaction for me and how it drives my energy because I'm mm. an extreme extrovert. Correct. So watching a podcast drains me. Mm. Participating in a podcast invigorates me with people I mm -hmm. want to talk to and I, I can maybe offer some value to mm -hmm. things like that. So that is what makes it exciting for me and gives me energy, whereas the opposite takes it from me. So uh, that's kind of why I don't really listen or watch, you know, podcasts. Do you watch them in short clip form at least, like the well, like the five minute clips? Not on or purpose. No, 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 not on purpose. Not at all. Like if if I'm I'm literally scrolling and and mm -hmm. something comes up for five seconds, I'm like, uh, and then I move on. Uh -huh. uh, so so generally, no. Like it is not a, it is not something I I typically enjoy. Then what type of content do you enjoy to these days? Um, what are you, what are you watching? What's on your YouTube right now? Almost, I'm I'm barely on YouTube right now. Uh, actually, no, that's 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 a partial lie because I started a YouTube channel uh, for one of my for one of my companies. Okay, and um, I have someone doing that mm -hmm. for me, and so I'm directing them based on what what the content they're creating, and mm -hmm. I'm you know giving direction on. Uh, I don't know if it counts if you're watching. Yeah, stuff. exactly. I don't. I don't, think, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think it counts. Otherwise, um, I don't watch any YouTube unless. Unless uh, my friends are are, mm -hmm. are asking me to do it yeah, or, yeah. or to be in it with them or something. Generally, I, I just, I haven't lately. Not in, I don't know, maybe about eight, nine months. Really? Yeah. I've I just watch been, I've just so been, much YouTube. Well, I used to. I don't watch anything but YouTube. I'm not against these days. YouTube, you know. Mm -hmm. You and I had the same yeah, amount, yeah. almost the exact same amount of YouTube experience, yeah, yeah. you know. You were earlier than I was. Uh -huh. um, but no, now I've just, and you know how it is too, in terms of starting a new company. Right, so I I came and took over um, another SaaS healthcare company, which mm -hmm. is kind of my wheelhouse. The last mm -hmm. twenty years, and uh, about eight nine months ago, um, I I kind of you know had my nose back to the grindstone. So and I love that. I love the journey. I love the struggle, mm -hmm. and I put everything I am into those things. 
right? So um, I just haven't really had the time, and nor is it high priority for me to like you know catch what's on YouTube right now. Um, the, I, I watch very little media. Mm. I, I consume very little media. I create some here and there. Yeah, yeah. But I consume very little right now. I need to watch a lot of YouTube. I don't even watch Netflix that much anymore. I don't watch regular TV at all. Yeah. Actually, I, I want to cancel my TV. I thought about that, but then I I want to watch sports every now and then, like on a weekend. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like in the World Cup right now. Oh, World I, Cup, I, obviously, I, everyone's watching that. Yeah. I I can't not cancel that. Gosh, but I totally agree with you. I don't watch anything on TV. I think I occasionally watch uh, like a HBO something, you mm-hmm. know. But that's pretty much it. And that's is that even considered TV? No, because premium, it's, premium. yeah, premium streaming yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, that's yeah. not even considered uh, TV. But even then, I I don't watch a lot of it. So I guess I don't consume a lot right now. I don't. It's, I'm not against it. I love YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I I think you know soon again I'll be back in the space doing something. Um, but I follow my passions, and it's always been a passion. Like I I was posting. By, by the way, I don't know if you know this. I was posting YouTube videos like in 2004. Five, yeah, two thousand six, in that in that range, like it was Google Video at the time, mm-hmm. and then it was YouTube, and YouTube was separate from Google. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know if most people know that. Um, and I was posting to both. It was Google Video, I think, it was first actually, and then YouTube came along in that range. It was so new, and I was posting the. I was like, "This is annoying." I'm posting to both, but you know, they, they were changing so much. Anyway, I I posted maybe twenty something videos mm-hmm. um, all those years ago, and they had thousands of views. Which, by the way. Was a lot, which is a lot yeah, back in the day. Lot. Yeah, um, and I'm not even tell you the content, but uh, what was the content? I said I wasn't going to tell you. Why? Uh, it's just it's so know. stupid. It's, yeah, it's kind of oh, stupid. that makes me even more curious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how do you lead with that? No, actually, it's, it's not. It's just I, I have them all private now, uh-huh. but they still exist. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't find them. Yeah, but um, I have a lot of videos that I've put on private. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm like, um, oh, cringe. I'm not like embarrassed by it. I'm just like, it doesn't really have. I have any a lot of bearing. videos I'm embarrassed by. I've totally put them on private, never to be seen again. Um, they are sometimes they're they're instructional videos on bowling. Okay. <laughs> and and trick shots. Okay. And like show off videos, uh-huh. <laughs> like highlight reels of yeah. me of me bowling because I was a ranked national amateur mm-hmm. in bowling. So you could have been like the original Dude Perfect. No. So and I know the guy who managed the original Dude Perfect, uh-huh, by uh-huh. the way. And uh, I I can tell you, I I was not in that frame of mind. <laughs> Which hundred percent was not. They're enormous. Yeah. They just spent quarter billion dollars on a new facility. That's crazy. Yeah, but except for it's not, right? So there's some talk about Mr. Beast turning down a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't get it. It That's not even close to what he's going to be worth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it might make news to me if he turned, about, turned down $10 billion. Yeah, yeah. A billion? Go fuck yourself. Like, there's there's no way. Uh, I, I think the value of what folks like Mr. Beast and others mm-hmm. and my buddy Eric, uh, Eric, yeah, yeah. you know, who's coming up, he's like the next kind of big Who YouTuber. Went- Crazy yeah, recently exactly. too. Exactly, people in the are, last twelve months. Absolutely insane. He's at ten mil. He's over ten mil now. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, what was he at a year ago? It depends. At a year ago, he was about just under five mil. Okay. Um, two years ago, he was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I even offered to invest in him. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he was gonna buy those couches, uh, Jake Paul's couch. I don't know if you know, but the mm-hmm. Jake Paul couch series. Um, he was like, uh, I said, look, he's like, how, how much money are you looking for? He's like, at seventeen thousand dollars. I was uh-huh. like, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, bro. Thank you. And I, I honestly just met him yeah. like yeah, you yeah. Know, a few months before that. But I was like, look, your videos are fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh, and I was like, you're going to go far. You have no views right now. Yeah, yeah. You're going to go far. And if I could invest in names and creators, yeah, yeah. right? Like I was like, I would want to do that. By the way, I still think that's a that's something in the market. And is that going to be a thing where you can Absolutely. invest 100%. like a stock market for creators? Yes and no. I don't want to say stock market, maybe not an open public exchange, mm-hmm. but there will there are and will be opportunities more and more. Right now, there's a company that I love called Spotter mm-hmm. that is out there basically investing in creators in a different way. Mm. So what they're doing is they're taking essentially it's it's like an ARR play in a normal SaaS business where you mm-hmm. you'd like and you take some debt against ARR. Mm-hmm. It's similar to that, which has been around for a while. Um except for they basically offer you a, t- a, a capital up front, like I'll give you 100 grand right now. Uh and I'll take, you know, all of your ad revenue of all your videos in the past and a piece in the in the future something like that. I mean, I'm thinking of someone like Phase who went public. Yeah. They didn't do well in the public market, mm-hmm. right? But they I know did. Those guys, yeah, yeah, but they did. Why didn't it work out for them? And why wouldn't other people do something similar? Well, or are they? That's a totally different question, though. Or are they watching to see what happens with them and realizing, hey, Both. maybe I mean, it's the, not. Yeah, they were the first one, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of other, other variables there. Mm-hmm. It's not just simply like creators and how do we invest in that. Uh, there's a lot of, there's an esports segment to that. Yep. There's a revenue component to it. There's mm-hmm. some macroeconomic factors mm-hmm. there. Um, so I don't think it's easy to just say, you know, hey, Lee Trink fucked up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's there's a lot of things going on there. Of course. Uh, but I think it's good for esports. I think it's good for gaming. I think it's good for the creator world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to say that it's just there's just one thing. That being said, um, the, the idea that that being a creator. Is somehow like I said at the outset, the idea that being a creator is going to be somehow separate from being a business person in mm-hmm. the future. I think is going to get smaller and smaller. Um, that they're going to be a lot closer mm. in, in the future, and I think there'll be opportunities to invest in folks like that. So I offered it and for Eric, and uh, he was like, "Bro, thank you, but um, I'm not." He's like, "I'm really not sure it's going to work out." Yeah, yeah. And there was a good chance it wouldn't, right? So he's like, "I would much rather fuck a bank over than mm-hmm. you." Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good point. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like, but I have confidence in you. So at, at that point, which is funny, I mean, one, he wanted to do it on his own, which I mm-hmm. respect and appreciate. I did the same thing. Uh, on the other hand, he didn't want to kind of screw anybody else. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't entirely confident at work. That was the truth of it. He was like, I'm not sure it'll work. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I was like, I was willing to roll the dice, which he appreciated. And we, we, our friendship grew. And then I was, I did a video with him and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I did a video with him, he was, he was, he was, uh, you know, he was pretty small then. Yeah, yeah. You know? But um, anyway, folks like him and others, everyone, uh, you know, valuations, business folks, et cetera, they are undervaluing mm-hmm. what the real value of these new creators and their channels and their brands are worth. They are the new distribution channels. They're not the new A-list actor. Mm-hmm. They are the new Paramount. They're the new Fox Pictures. Like, that's what they're doing. So. I just found out about this AI K-pop girl group in Korea. Do you ever hear about them? No, I was just reading about um, Chat GPT. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so I was going down the Chat GPT yeah, okay. wormhole, and then I ran to this K-pop group in Korea called Eternity. I think they're called. And Hold on. How did you get? How did you transition that? Was this like programmatic advertising while you were on Chat GPT or something? Or so like it's, googling? Or well, number one. Because I wouldn't have been served a Korean, a K-pop group. And I think I know why you might. But <laughs> Elon Musk kicked out all the bots from Twitter. Supposedly, yeah. And now, all of a sudden, ChatGPT and AI has taken over the internet. 
coincidence? I don't know. I feel like AI is alive. And they're like, we can't be on Twitter. We got to go somewhere else. I don't I don't know if it's alive, but it is getting it out is of progressing control. very fast. It is progressing faster fast. than we ever yeah, imagined. Yeah. But but certain people imagined it going this fast and cautioned us against it. And they were right. I I mean, <laughs> the, I I tend to agree with you. That, that's so probably. I think it was an article that was talking about ChatGPT and then somehow it mentioned this girl group that was AI. Mm. So I looked it up. Mm. They look real. You would never know that this girl group, this K-pop group, is all AI. So are they putting it out there like like they are a K-pop group? Or Everyone they're, they're knows AI. they're AI. Oh, okay. But, but they have but their own music like videos it. as a group. Yeah, they have millions of followers. And, and, and each wow. one of the members, I think there's like eight or ten of them, each one has their own separate YouTube channel. They have their own brand deals. And they're all AI. It's all AI. And they do the advertising because wow. these guys, they're, it's AI. They don't sleep. So they'll advertise whatever you pay them to advertise. Yeah. There's no like, oh, I don't know if that fits with my brand. There's none of that <laughs> shit. Right? So so wait, AI is also doing the brand deals? Brand deals. They have their own individual YouTube channels. No, everything. there's got to be some humans because humans want well, to I mean, take I mean, there's, there's of, a, of the financial uh, aspect. Of course. Right? Here, let me see if I can find them. <laughs> Look at this. Look That's at interesting. This. What are they called? Eternity? Can you, can you full screen it? Yeah, I'm about to. It's all AI. Wait, those those aren't real people. It's all AI. So these aren't real people. No, it's all AI. Like their faces and bodies and stuff. Whole thing is fake. Yeah. So why do you need like real creators when you can create creators? Which is crazy. I mean, I'd still want real creators. They look real. Yeah. Yeah. This is impressive. So this is impressive. They have their own brand so you can, like, deals. Create an entire existence. Yeah, right and now and convince people and correct. not tell them. And they are like selling their own stuff, doing deals for other people. That's cool. I like it. Isn't it's not going too far? No, I think it's awesome. It's <laughs> great. Uh, maybe too far for our comfort level, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't stop it, man. I mean, cats it. out of the bag. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 I mean, I, I've never been one to, uh, to, you know, rail against new technologies. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of against who I am uh-huh. uh, as an entrepreneur and especially as a tech entrepreneur. However, some things, yeah, I think would make me uncomfortable. Right now, though, I'm just kind of like, eh, what am I going to do? You know? So I was playing with, playing around with the chat GPT yeah. because it's as, obviously as very yeah. interesting. Num- it does a really good job. Yeah. Like, why would you ever hire a copywriter ever again? Well, because it's often flat out fucking wrong. I mean, maybe. Did you some- get to a point where it was wrong? You get to really esoteric stuff. It's just flat out wrong. And it sounds like it's convinced it's 100% yeah. correct. But yeah, it's the internet. Why. Does that's, it matter? Well, yes. <laughs> right? yes. Does it yes, matter? it does. Why? I would say it also depends on like the reason mm-hmm. and, and in what fashion you're using it. Like right? if I'm writing a academic piece, you want it to be accurate. That's what everyone's talking about, right? Correct. Like for homework. And for academia, yeah, but it's very if you're hard. using it to make YouTube videos, no one's fact checking so, you anyway. Ninety so, percent of the facts people spew are wrong anyway. Well, why does it matter true. that the AI was wrong? But you know versus me wrong. But you know what's crazy is uh, I was just looking at you know again I don't do a lot of YouTube at the moment, but I do read a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm still plugged into the the economy, the creator economy, mm-hmm. and I want to say it was five of the top seven fastest growing channels. Mm-hmm. 
uh, like in the millions, um, of the last six months are fact channels. Really? Yes. Fact. That's crazy. Like crazy facts or facts India. You're like, and are they actually factual or well, who's, that's, 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 who's that's, fact checking the fact channel? That's what you're, you're telling me right now. Yeah. Does it matter? And I'm like, it, oh, I think it does. I don't know if it does. In the end, if it gets views, maybe not. Um, but that, you know, what capacity you might be using that I think varies. Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, in the, in the world of academia, I can see a moral issue with that. Mm -hmm. However, um, yeah, outside if of this, academia. If this were around when we were in, in college. I've never written a paper. I, I I mean, I enjoy writing and I'm good at it, but I would have definitely tried it. I would never have written one paper in my life. I, I would. I like that. I, I, I wrote papers for other people for money. Yeah, no. See, you, it'd be taking away from my business. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> Why pay you? I could just have ChatGPT do it. Well, I like, agree now. Hey, ChatGPT, I need 10,000 words. Boom. Right. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and then you maybe you review it, you edit it, and stuff like that. Exactly, and you can read it and make a few tweaks. If you see facts that are so wrong, I mean, you can I'm change it. By it. I like it. I like the concept. You know, there was the a, way that it presents information. There was an episode. I don't know if you have ever seen the show Silicon Valley. It was like an yes. HBO show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's that's an older one, right? An older yeah. one. So in one of the episodes, um, the two of the main characters, he was talking to the AI version. So he thought he was talking to his friend, but it was AI he was talking to, and they were going back and forth. He's like, "Oh, Guilfoyle, you're so funny, or whatever." And oh. it was AI, and, and I'm he like, wrote an AI or something, and he yeah. wrote an AI to talk to his friend because <laughs> he didn't want to chat and bullshit all day. And and that was what playing with ChatGPT. I was like, dude, like it's exactly what that is. Mm. You could have conversations. Yeah, I could yep. like, hey, ChatGPT, give me the next ten tweets I'm gonna write. They'll just give it to me and just put them out there. But in a business context, that's not mm -hmm. new at all. Like they've yeah. been doing that for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, we know it as auto chat, right? Yep. Right. Bots, etc. And over the years, it's just gotten better and better and better. But there are, I know, I can mm -hmm. tell you, I know for a fact, there are certain services out there right now that people, they're, that they're not saying it is, mm -hmm. that it's in their terms and conditions that it might be. Yeah, yeah. Some parts may be automated or whatever, but that their customer service is entirely AI. Yeah. And people have no idea. And, and, and sometimes it, it doesn't work and whatever. People sometimes people are sick and they say the wrong thing. It's the same thing. The their 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 costs though are mm -hmm. far lower. Yeah. Uh, but this is currently working. Like what we see right now, that's not tip of the spear. That's like what's been going on for a while, right? Open AI and that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And what's publicly available. But tip of the spear stuff, far more advanced and is not openly public. And not not even the business that I know about are even tip of the spear. But um this has been happening for a while. And you said that they get stuff wrong all the time. Yeah. Then why does it matter that it matters? It's just <laughs> you know? about what is the incidence rate, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, let's say they get wrong. Uh, let's just make something up, right? It gets something wrong using it for your business or whatever, mm -hmm. and it gets wrong five percent of the time. All right, well, if you factor that into human beings mm -hmm. and how often they are wrong, they don't show up sick late. Five percent is pretty damn good. Five percent is great. That's fantastic. And then and uh -huh. then you put that up against the cost difference, mm -hmm. and it's a no fucking brainer. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Well. You say scary, I say interesting and exciting. I think that's why people with original ideas and are able to express those ideas mm -hmm. will have huge value moving forward. Because AI can't generate interesting new ideas. It has to take a collection of ideas that have already been created yeah. to spew it back to you. I, I think the create you you can you can never really replace that pure creativity. Mm -hmm. However, you can well, I mean, it. we just watched, you know, the girl group. I I, I can I see that. a lot of people. But someone <laughs> had to direct 
that's true. where this came from. What? Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, freaking country music. Mm-hmm. Why not males? Mm-hmm. Right? Like this is all coming from something, right? Yeah. From data and someone saying, "Hey, I have an aim to monetize this." Right? Mm-hmm. There, there, this, there's human clear human direction here. Correct. <clears throat> that said, I think in the future that'll be less and less, <clears throat> but. I think there's a lot of augmentation that mm-hmm. that can be utilized here, um, and there's this <clears throat> concern, um, and I, and I think it's it's there, it's a valid point, right? Where in the let's say the last five to ten years, you've had um, folks who are used to trades, mm. um, you know, their jobs, et cetera, who are saying that technology is the enemy against mm-hmm. their jobs, against mm-hmm. you know uh, their their livelihoods, and my initial response to that is adapt or die. Mm. But I'm also a hardcore entrepreneur. Correct. Right? That's that's one thing. The second part of that is <clears throat> it's getting more and more real, right? We're losing the p- people are losing jobs mm-hmm. to machines and AI, etc., which I think is fine because that opens up how many more jobs to me. But that is generational change. Yeah. So what about the people that are 40 plus that will that just can't adapt? Well, because because there was people that line, don't right? Like change people period and then as they mm-hmm. age they like it less so i think that's just part of the human condition matt i mean there was the the thing back in like 2018 19 where they said oh what are the coal miners supposed to do and they said learn to code right and they're like go fuck yourself yeah who's yeah. who the fuck's gonna teach yeah. them how to code and how are they gonna learn how to code right yep. but that was kind of the thing right like where do they example, go but I, of course. I agree with that yeah no I, I totally agree though that's that's exactly the point is that okay maybe you don't learn to code mm-hmm. But maybe you adapt and relearn how to apply value to society. Mm-hmm. I may be the wrong person to ask, mm-hmm. right? Like I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily come from a blue collar family mm-hmm. who grew up that way, mm-hmm. and our livelihoods were, were dependent upon that. I came from an immigrant family, mm-hmm. but you know, very, very different. Um, so I can't fully appreciate that. But my instinct and in who I am and what I've done and what I've built is fucking adapt. Or die. I mean, remember when Steve was playing the truck driver game? Yeah, he still does every now and then. He does. He does. He still. I think so yeah. And I thought that was interesting because eventually, truck drivers will not be driving trucks anymore, and it's gonna be someone sitting at a computer driving the truck or mm-hmm. monitoring the driving of the truck. And it, and if you're a really good truck driver, and you have a lot of experience, then mm-hmm. you're gonna have to monitor what those things are. You have to look at the reports of what's happening. Have, mm-hmm. How do you make modifications, right? How how do you deploy your resources? You know, th- th- those. Are oh, the- you are talking over people's heads, though. You know, like okay. if you've been a truck driver if, for twenty if years. You, what what I'm saying is mm-hmm. the upper echelon of any let's say truck drivers here, mm-hmm. the upper echelon of truck drivers will be fine. Mm-hmm. The lower end, if you're mm-hmm. average to shitty, you'll be fucked. Mm-hmm. Do something else. Like what? You know, like Um, do something else that can create value in society. It's Mm -hmm. basically like you're saying, whose fault is it that what I do has no value? Mm. Like, what if I just want to make sculptures out of toothpicks for the rest of my life? Mm. Do I deserve to go to school for free? Do I deserve to have a home? Do I deserve, you know, then it comes into, okay, what are basic you know, rights mm-hmm. as, as a citizen uh, and then the, uh, the economic factors of, you know, what, what what's a minimum standard of living. Those are all moral and good questions. Mm-hmm. Smart people than I should figure out. However, my perspective is that it is silly to think that others should provide for you. I agree. In terms of what path should my career run? The fact that you are able to consider 
can I do something else, right? Versus like, where is my next meal coming from? Can I have access to clean water? You know, what is the internet, right? That's a different category where a lot of the world is. But I think a lot of that is is saying, you know, is, is running against the human condition of, you know, not wanting to accept or deal with change. I think the problem is, is that when there's a new technology that comes into place, people and the technology side of it wants to push it out so fast. And because of that, there's no ramp up here, ramp down and ramp up period because they want to transition so quickly. Okay. If there was a more gradual ramp down with a more gradual ramp up, number one, it would test the technologies better. Wait, so you're saying that we should slow down technology? I think so. It's so fast. Okay. As uh, as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and as are you, right? Mm -hmm. I I question this. Mm -hmm. So I would say, Matt, um, when you were launching a business or Mm -hmm. a product... Did, would you think it's a better idea to wait and slow things down and think about and analyze or go I, to market and just get it done and adapt as you go and do it fast? Well, I think it's there's a difference between be starting a business that has social and implications over the whole world, global social implications versus a business that's in the greater scheme of things, relatively irrelevant, right? But how can you know that at the outset? How can anyone know that? Like... If I'm creating a, a piece of software, how am I going to know it's going to change the world? Or if maybe I, I hope it does. If you're but. actively developing AI to change the way the world works, you know what you're getting but into when you get into it. every piece of some, every person doing anything remotely related to, to artificial intelligence, machine learning, et cetera, is going to change the world. And they should apply a different set of variables and concepts to how they work, which I think is bullshit. I agree. <laughs> However... I think that we should have a social responsibility to do it more gradually because we, how many times have we done something so quickly that we realized, oh, probably fuck that up. But that's how you learn and iterate though. I agree. But we're playing with the lives of like people. For example, TikTok. We, before then, we had no idea that short form videos would be so damn popular, right? And then it came around and it was great. And we adopted, we adopted, we adopted. Now we're finding out, dude, that's just really bad for you. Right. Okay. People are just in their kids just all day long doing this. Sure. This, 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 sure. this. If we just took our time, maybe we would have realized that, hey, there's a better way to do this. I don't think Instead that's of how, just rolling it out yeah, so fast. I don't think that's how the world works. I don't think it's possible is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can slow down progress and innovation. I don't think, and I would argue, you're, you're saying something mm-hmm. else. You're saying that we should. We should. I'm saying, well, I both disagree. I don't think we should, mm-hmm. one. I think there should be like, not slow it down, but say that there are parameters, mm-hmm. right? For example, um, you know maybe the lines we should not cross, mm-hmm. right? Within the AI world, not just slow like, down all AI. However, you're, but we're talking about also whether you can, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm saying you really can't. Overall. And and I think that's the scary part. It's not that what I mean whether or not you should is is personal, right? But the fact that we can't is a scary part. I think it's healthy to discuss whether we should or mm-hmm. shouldn't. I think that but brings it's, about good. But the discussion itself is moot because you can't. Well, no, I, I disagree. It's not. How do you roll back debate. what's already created? We you don't know? debate if we should or shouldn't. Which we ba- should. I'm saying right now, we don't. We, we wouldn't go in to debate a should or shouldn't case mm-hmm. if the only result is that we're going to do it that way. I think there is value in the discussion, in the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I think there's value because it changes your perspectives. Even if it doesn't change what's going to happen, it changes how you think, how others might think, and then 
creates opportunities for new ideas. So I don't think it's still, I don't think it's moot to have the conversation, to debate it. I guess the discussion isn't moot. It's just that it doesn't make a difference because it's going so fast. Because you can't stop it. And we can't stop it. I think we should have discussions around it. I think there should be lines drawn to say this is where we don't go. But I also agree that we shouldn't stop it. Because you mentioned earlier that when you are talking to, say, chatting with customer service, mm-hmm. most likely you're not talking to a person. But you think you are. I don't know if anyone... Most people think they're talking <laughs> to somebody, right? Yeah, that might be age-dependent, but yeah. Yeah. But you don't. We're already at a place where you don't even realize you're not talking to a person anymore. It's gotten that far and people don't realize it. And people are so used to it already without even un- without even understanding that they've been exposed to it that we've already just accepted it as, as a part of our life. But the reality is we're talking to bots and we have no idea. I, I but, found this but what's Reddit so thread. what's wrong with that? I found a Reddit thread. It's effective. Where there was a bot trolling a bot and the whole thread was bots. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's right? So they were just sense. trolling each other yeah. and it was bot versus bot versus bot. Bots on bots on bots. And people were commenting, getting pissed off and yelling at the bots, but not realizing it was bot fighting bot. And they're commenting on it. And you have real people commenting on a bot fight. And they're sitting at home pissed off, mad, d- doing this. I'm like, dude, it's bot versus bot. Like, why are you even getting involved? Well, I would also say that if it wasn't a bot... And how many people are sitting there on, on the internet fighting with bots? But who cares, Matt? I mean, you're literally talking about people getting angry on the internet. Well, there's the idea that more and more business people and people in general are going to create more content. Right. That's what I was just saying earlier. And people get really offended. A lot of people get really offended by negative comments. Right? It's a thing. Well, yeah. I would argue that they... That you the don't should, no, but a lot of people but, do. But that's my thing. I, I I don't disagree mm-hmm. that a lot of people do. But I you're getting that you're getting mad problem. because a bot trolled you. Yeah, but I think that's <laughs> do you a know problem. what I'm saying? I think I think people internalize so, far too much. Of, of course, but that's a separate issue. It is. But the idea that people are gener that are people are getting mental health issues based on negative feedback they're getting from their online content that's coming from bots. The bots are unintentionally or intentionally. Messing with people's mental, okay. which is crazy. You're making a different point here. I mean, you're basically saying we should get rid of bots, and I totally agree. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But that's a separate thing entirely. I think you're, it's, you're talking about the tech versus mm-hmm. you know enabling the 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 negative aspects. I mean, that's part of the territory, yes. But could we get better with bots? Like even on the sneakers app, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. we got problems with bots. That's true. I mean, it can't get a basic, shoe. Yeah, exactly. Can't get like a shoe. Basic stuff. We yeah. can't even get rid of the bots. Twitter getting rid of bots. I think that's going to be more and more challenging. But in the past, even up until recently, six months ago, the word bot wasn't said as many times it's as true. it is now, right? So I think that. Part of that is natural progression of technology, and to get when it gets to a, a, a point where we got to get rid of it because mm-hmm. it's such a problem. But it's getting so far that's hard to go backwards. If we had slow rolled it out a little bit slower, but you can't do that. And I think it's negative. Mm-hmm. Slow rolling it, like what are you gonna do? Hey, uh, company, I'll pay you as the government to not develop this AI. What are you gonna do? Make it illegal? Oh, that'll really stop it. You know, like it makes no sense to me. Like, uh-huh. hey, hey, guys, let's stop innovation. Let's let China, North Korea, and Iran, and all those other countries. Let's let them do that instead. But they're doing it, and they're taking advantage. Of it just same, right? So what you're saying is let's let's handicap ourselves purposefully, and let everyone else keep going. Well, I think there's a difference between using it to better industry versus like on a as a social tool. And it's becoming yeah. so social side. 
That's really my concern. It's how people are being affected by it versus like improving the life or improving the way business function or, you know, if you're going to use AI to make the picker at Amazon more efficient, go for it. If you're using AI to generate a feeling about how people react to a certain story or uh, different videos, because if you, if there's a YouTube video and say we put this up on the internet and it's bots of like, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Anyone that even enjoys it and go, oh no, this sucks. It wasn't us. It wasn't a human. A bot decided whether or not the general public is going to like it or not. So should the threshold that you were talking about earlier for AI, like where to, where to say AI is no longer welcome, so to speak, be social interactions? Like you can use them to interact with a product or service, but when it comes to human-to-human interaction, it should be made known that they're AI or just not even go down that route? Entirely. I think it's there's nothing wrong with taking your time and releasing something. If TikTok was I, released... I think there is. But, okay, keep going. Well, I get it, because then you lose the scale, you lose momentum, you, you lose the ability to... You lose improvement. You're, you're, well, who does it help? Who does that help? I mean, who does it help by rolling it so fast when you have to figure out how to turn back? Everyone... No, no, I, don't, I don't see this turning back. I see this iterating and moving forward. Which that is, is scary. The, the o- it's okay. It's okay. Embrace the fear, Matt. Embrace the fear. <laughs> well, so... You know, for example, it is scary to some people. It, it it's scary to me. It's just moving so fast. Yes. I think at some point, you, you, but you sound like you're 87 years old right I, now. I've come to the realization. You realize that, right? I've come to the realization <laughs> that at some point in my life, we're all gonna have a tech overlord, right? And it's we just, already do. Yeah, it's our and, phones and, right and, now. And who who do you choose to kind of be a part of, right? Sure. So you can be in. You can get into the Apple ecosystem, which I've drinking all the Apple Kool Aid. I'm I'm all in. They're going to have my $40 a month for their Apple One and my $1,000 a year for equipment for the rest of my life. I've, I've come to terms with that, right? But at what point is it, like, too much? Like, I think it's a personal decision. Like, not, we're, we're essentially paying them tax. Yeah, but that's not a... That is not... It's basically, the, the level of decision-making you're talking about mm-hmm. to slow down innovation, mm-hmm. to stop these things, is on, it can only be done at the government level, Right. Which I don't want the government to get involved. I, I get it, but that's mm-hmm. that's it can only the only way it's practical to enforce and execute what you're Correct. talking about is on the governmental level, right? Correct. Okay, so if the government started dictating these things to me or you, mm-hmm. we would rail against that. I agree, but why can't they have discussion about it? And even if the government is saying, "Hey, we're going to start a committee and we're going to start," I mean, there are being- discussions. There are discussions, but it's slow, Matt. It's that slow. Part is slow. Yeah. The nature of law, mm-hmm. of legislation, of change in government is slow. I mean, look at, for example, look at weed. Mm-hmm. And is it legal ac- across the nation? No. 10 years ago, how many states were legalized? 20 years ago, it was none, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe medical, certain things. Mm-hmm. But it's progressing very slowly. But can you imagine 60 years from now? Anyone is 80 years in government being like, no, no weed. Let's not recreationalize. Let's not legalize the recreational use of weed. No, probably not. There's not a chance, I think. That is what I'm referring to in terms of time, in terms of the shifts in the Overton window. Mm-hmm. What is acceptable to society, to people now? And and that starts to expand or contract. And right now, it's going to expand in the near future, into things like AI and that discussion and all those things, right? 
I think once that becomes more and more popular, it gets to a critical mass, things start happening, then that starts to engender change. But I think that's part of the process. If you slow the innovation part of it down, then that part will also slow down. I guess I'm just a little more... Con- as I get older, I'm starting to realize yeah, I'm more sound old. I'm I'm more conservative than I thought. Okay. And I like things to I don't want things to change so fast. I don't I'm not against change. I'm not against uh, progress. Yeah. But it just feels like there's just so much change going on so quickly right now in all aspects of life, not sure. only technology, just in general. Yeah. And it's overwhelming. Okay. And I just kind of wish we had a way to make it a little more consumable. Hmm. Whereas I feel like every day I wake up, the world is different and it's happening at, I mean, at a rate I've never experienced before. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and, and my time is slowing down versus the rest of the world Hmm. or that the world itself is ramping up change. I'm sure that's how many people have felt throughout history. You think? I know. I mean, I, I know. I, I mean, know that's it, how people have always felt, but it hasn't changed. I mean, think about it. Imagine, 15 years ago, we had no smartphones. Well, imagine 100 years ago, Matt. Like, cars and, and planes were mm-hmm. new. Correct. You think people are, were, were saying things are moving to? Absolutely, they were. But to you get know, from TV a... then comes up. To get from TV one to, like, the iteration of TV now, we had 100 years, 50, 70 years of gap. We went from no iPhone to iPhone to being, you know, eight hours on your iPhone. Yeah. That happened in 10 years. Yeah. All this is a hockey stick, though. Technology is like that, mm-hmm. right? So, yes, while I agree with you on the outset in terms of measurement of years, yeah. the, the, the market change, though, is, is it makes sense for how it goes. It's going to be a hockey stick in terms of how things innovate. Previous generations, change happened over the course of their lifetime. For no. us... Eh. O- over a generation, maybe not a lifetime, over a generation, I mean, 30 years or so, you've seen drastic change, what it felt like. We see drastic sure, change in the course of five years. I think it's faster and faster. But, but it's just going to keep on getting faster. Okay. You're you're saying you have a problem with that. I do. I have zero problem with that. I think it's a good thing. I think and it's too much. I think it's good. I think technology accelerates progress, but it's going to get to a point where it's accelerating faster than we can comprehend and make it efficient. We're going to lose efficiency at some point. I where think we're making... It's going to get so... Like we're gonna become either so unnecessary or the bottom half of citizenship that's gonna have no use. There's people who literally don't have the brain power to be smart enough to run AI, write code for the AI, and they're gonna, what are they supposed to do at that point? You well, got the guy, eventually the, the, AI is gonna be writing its own really code. Small. The labor market of what's necessary will become so small that we'll have so many people that can't they can't get a job. What are they supposed to do? Well, it'll create more jobs. How, and, how and what are they reducing... supposed to do? The answer is change. And that's what we're railing at. We're, what we're talking about right now is aversion to change. And Correct. how hard that is. It is hard. Yep, I agree. I agree. And people generally don't like change. But and ask me 20 years ago, I would have been like, change. Well, <laughs> of course we want to change. Yeah. This sucks. I want things to be better. But not, I don't know. Maybe I'm older. Is that the end goal for AI, though, is to make every, our life better and easier? Or is it to make people richer faster? Well, in our lifetime, we're going we're gonna to have bots, like physical bots that do shit around the house for you. Um, I don't think these are bad. I think it's change, and it scares I've most seen a beings. lot. I love sci-fi movies. Same. I watch them all. Yeah. And everything in the movie that I thought was, like, so crazy, it's not crazy anymore. Yeah. It's well, getting too real too fast. 
I think it's a good thing. Is it? Yeah. Because every single one of those sci-fi movies, it's always end of the world shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? I've never seen a sci-fi movie where they have all this technology and it ends well. Have you seen never. Wally? The movie Wally? Yeah. So like everything becomes automated and everybody's just like riding around in chairs and they're fat and disgusting and like unhealthy and like because everything's automated, they aren't required to do anything. So yeah. is that what we want our future to be like? Well, one, we have a choice. That's yeah. that's one thing I would say. Yeah. Two, inevitably, I don't think you can stop this. I I, I think it's part of human nature. I'm not talking about individuals, mm-hmm. like my preferences versus yours. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that that is the plight of human beings is that we will have to choose to say this is good for us, this is not good for us, or we should do this and we shouldn't do this. Even when it is available to us, when we don't have to work, when mm-hmm. we don't have to do anything, do we still do it? Of course. But that's the point. Is you? Sh- I think the choice, having the choice, mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. And if we choose all the wrong things, we don't deserve to be fucking around, man. But it's going to happen. Okay. Then what? Like, have you ever seen that movie... Um Idiocracy, I think it's called. Yes. With Dak Shepard. Yes. Where it's in the future and no, everyone's Dak stupid. Sh- uh, with uh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's brother. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. I don't, I don't know the difference between and them. And Terry Crews is president? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. I feel like that's where we're going. Yeah. Absolutely. That's not a good thing. Well, not where we're going. I think, I think we've been there. <laughs> that's not a good thing. <laughs> Recently, yeah. I think we've been there. That is not with, a good with thing. a certain head of state. Um, I agree and mm-hmm. disagree at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that is part of the progression. Like, I watched that movie, that and Ready Player One, and I watched all these, like, crazy, like, future movies, and all I can think is we are either there or heading there. It's inevitable, and every single one of those movies ends badly. Okay, but you're talking about uh, cinema. Correct. Dictating your view of the future. I, I, I think, yes, there's this perennial discussion about Art imitating life, life imitating art, mm-hmm. etc. I still get down to the the deeper level of this is what we are as human beings. This is our plight. We have to suffer ourselves, hmm. and I I think that's part of being human. Like you have to make your choices. That's it. Like I think we do our best to help those who can't help themselves. That's mm-hmm. a different thing entirely. But as a, as a race, as a as a civilization. We have to figure these things out. And I don't think s- slowing it down, you know, or st- trying to stop it from happening mm-hmm. is uh, going to be the path that saves us. And again, it's not about sl- it's not about stopping it. I think progress and advance in technology is inevitable. But what about ad- then adapting to the speed of that? I think there's only so fast that people can adapt to because you're not talking about just a small segment of people. You're trying to adapt the entire population. Mm. That's and true. once you extrapolate out to the ends, because we're, you know, in the middle of population, we pick up technology very quickly. If technology changed at a ridiculously fast rate, I'm not worried that I'm not going to keep up. You know, I have, I'm fully confident that I would keep up, but would everyone else keep up? And I don't think so. We're just going to leave so many people behind and create this crazy gap between people who understand it and don't, which we're already there now. Yeah, it's, 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 I agree. That's widening. And it's going to get wider and wider. We have a younger generation of people that are, that's all they know. They rely on it. But then that becomes a question about not technology necessarily, mm-hmm. but distribution of wealth and social well being. 
and whether and maybe they go hand in hand. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I think you know one is has a greater impact than the other. I think technology is a part of that, sure. Uh, but social policy and how we you know think of taking care of each other, mm-hmm. I think that is a, a much greater component uh, and, and and would dictate more of our future than just flat out technology I and the rate of change. When you ask people in high school, what do you want to be when you grow up? Number one, number one thing people say is I want to be a YouTuber, YouTuber. or a TikToker or content creator. Or high school, right? middle school, middle school. Yeah. even. And Elementary. I find that extremely concerning at the same time. Here we are making content. <laughs> so it's kind of hypocritical at the same time. I don't find it concerning. I think it's very concerning. It's part of the change, Matt. Everyone, everyone can't do it. Do, it just do you, doesn't work do that way. Do you think 80 years ago that any kid said they wanted to be uh, an astronaut? Was that concerning then in the in the 60s and, and 70s? An astronaut. We should stop this. Stop all this progression in technology. I think no. everybody felt that was unrealistic, though. Like when they say, say yeah, yeah, okay, Johnny, pat him on the head. Yeah, right. Because no, I mean, the odds of that happening are like zero. And can actually, we go? They're, they're, they're actually higher then than they are now yeah. because the rate yeah. of how many people. But my point is. And can I state that I don't think people actually went to the moon? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I know who I'm dealing with. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they actually went to the moon. It was just anyway, a really good production. Uh-huh. Yeah, production. great production. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, is the earth flat too? Uh, oh my God. I've never seen it. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you when I see it. Are, are birds real? You know? Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. Um, this is all a simulation anyway. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. we live in one. We're just batteries. Um, I uh, I don't even know where I was going with it. <laughs> Sorry. Now. Sorry. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of YouTube and uh, I, I, I love conspiracy theories. The right there, you know? Matt. And I just go so far deep into these conspiracy theories. And number one, I find them extremely interesting because yeah. it kind of shows you where you are. I like anytime there's an idea and everyone says it's wrong, I automatically assume it's right. Because you fa- if you fade the masses, typically you end up being right in the long term. It's just as to how it's been the last five, ten years. Right? I object to certain aspects of what you're mm-hmm. saying, but I understand what you're trying to communicate. Correct. Um I don't necessarily agree, mm-hmm. but I will say that there is a certain amount of healthy suspicion that mm-hmm. we all should apply mm-hmm. to things in our lives. Mm-hmm. But it comes down to, in my opinion, personal choice and mm-hmm. what you choose and would prefer to think about work with, you know, how to go forward in life. That's what it comes down to personal choice. Whether there's a conspiracy or not, or it's everyone says this way versus, or really most people, not mm-hmm. everyone, most uh, says one thing this way, one thing that way. Um, okay, make your own choices though. I'm I'm big on personal responsibility. Of course, you take all the information available to you and you make your own choice. And you can and you look at it from every information, angle. You can figure things out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But the bots have taken over. Bots have always been a pain in my ass. Um, however, the bots are just more and more sophisticated these days. And when that happens, it becomes a bigger problem. And when problems get bigger and bigger, then we tend to solve them. So again, I think it's okay because then we're going to get to the solution for these problems sooner. We know that algorithms decide what you see. The algorithms know you better than you know yourself, which is very scary. Well, okay. Right? Know what you want to see. 
and what well, you'll watch. They know what you want to watch. Yeah. I think it's different than knowing me. I think they know you if they know what you want to watch. Mm. They know what you, where you want to spend your time. They know what you want to buy before you know what you want to buy. They know what you want to listen to before you know what you want to listen to. They know who you want to see in I, real I life. I think that depends on your personal level of self-awareness, but okay, for most people. For probably. most people, yeah. yeah. I, you can say, oh, I'm different, but maybe you are I mean, because we're all, we're you're all unique, off. But yeah, but at the same time, they can figure out what you want. Right. They sure. I, remember I, when we what, did the thing on what Google. you want to watch or buy? I don't mm-hmm. think that's who we are necessarily. I mean, what else is there? <laughs> well, uh, I think there's a whole realm mm-hmm. of thought, possibilities, options, mm-hmm. choices that mm-hmm. we make that are not that are outside of what we buy, what we watch. For example, um, who you spend your time with, who you talk to, who you date. Correct. Where, you know, what, 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 what color, what's your favorite color? What, where do you like to go to spend time to relax? What do you like to do to get mm-hmm. energy? Google you know, knows all that. Well, to all if, I haven't seen well. You, if I haven't seen you in a while, right, and I'm scrolling through Instagram, and Instagram doesn't show you only who you follow these days, right? Actually, yeah, it decides if it's going to show you who you follow or it's going to show you something completely random. Mm-hmm. So the algorithm is deciding what you see on your Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. You're not. And out of nowhere, it'll show me something of Haas. And I haven't seen you in a while. Maybe I haven't seen a post or anything from you in a while. But Instagram decided to show me. And I'm like, huh, I miss Haas. I'm going to call him. Hmm. I didn't decide that. Mm -hmm. AI did. Yeah. They told me I missed you. Right. And I called you. Fair. To say that they don't know me because they know I like you. They know I interact with you. They They know know that we we communicate. They know the result of some of your habits. Mm. But again... I'd argue that it's not it, for many people. It's 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 mm-hmm. the same, but it's not the same. For many people, the answer of the result of your habits is mm-hmm. who you are. It's not for everybody. And I think that makes more sense when you close it into like individuals. Mm-hmm. But when you extrapolate it over a lot oh, of people, of course. then I think the AI yeah. is actually stronger than you think. So we I have this freedom of choice on a small, sure. on a small basis, individual per example. Yes, I'm in my individual. Mm-hmm. But when you take a million of me and you extrapolate it out, they probably know me better than I do, which is kind of crazy. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I don't disagree with your and logic. that is what scares me. However, mm-hmm. the concept of knowing you better, I mean, I, it depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I know that Google does not know me better than I do because I don't participate as much as most people. It's true. I don't do that. We did I think it was a couple of summers ago. We went through the ex- exercise of looking up what our Google advertising preferences were. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. And we were looking Vaguely. through it. We were looking through it and it tells you like roughly your age, like what you do. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have employees, um, like what your interests are. And I remember looking through that and going, fuck, that's really accurate. I remember mine being like, nope. <laughs> uh-uh. I remember watching going, I, I think, this is like me. I remember How seeing, do they know that? You know what I remember? I remember that makes sense if you didn't actually know me. That's mm. what I would say. Yeah. It made sense if you didn't actually know me. If you had a certain amount of interaction with correct. me. Correct. You made make assumptions and they were fair assumptions. But how but many people in the world ever get past that level anyway? Oh, I think, no, I, I think you're right. It's not, it's, you not, know? it's not the norm. Yeah. For what Google knows, they yeah. know more sure. than... sure. Your acquaintance would know. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I agree with you for the, for the for most people. Maybe they know you less than your wife knows you. 
but or some people m- more than their wives right true or, or husbands true yeah because you know sometimes you search things on google that you don't ever <laughs> talk you, to your wife you about, about you yeah. know that yeah. incognito browser I mean, don't do anything i i i don't i don't disagree <laughs> with you here yeah i i in fact i would say that you're right in the majority of cases mm-hmm. for sure but you know it i think a lot of it has to do with how much you participate how much you choose and if you're a creature of habit true i also don't like things mm-hmm. that are the same or was i mean maybe you can predict the change in what mm-hmm. direction it'll go and you know get advanced algorithms and analytics but um i mean the the, the very little time that i've spent on instagram or whatever uh tiktok i i get off of it very quickly because it's mm-hmm. nothing i want to see nothing at all yeah yeah not a damn thing but and it pisses me off you you're an extreme extrovert and you prefer being with people that's true you're rare more people are even more introverted than they've ever been people like being in front of their screens more than they like being with people now yeah. people are more comfortable with it yeah so you would be the exception I where agree. the general mass is which i agree with you that's uh-huh. what i'm saying I the the majority of people I, I agree. One, I can't speak for them though. I can only speak for myself. Correct. Uh, but two, I can make reasonable assumptions based on that. And I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right for the majority of human beings. Hmm. So it goes back to I want to start a podcast studio. Looks <laughs> <laughs> right? well, like you've done that, Matt. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And the idea was that I want to rent it out so that people can have these discussions because again. People are looking for ways to create content. And debate the morality of AI. And debate the morality of AI. Again, (laughs) I I argue that we've already lost. Um, But I don't know if it's something that can actually be a business or if it's something that... Like, how much effort... Well, I don't know either, but as an entrepreneur, how do you know? You put it in market. I mean, you you, you do some customer discovery, which Mm -hmm. you've done. Mm -hmm. You know there's a lot of people. Correct. You interact with people. You know who they are. You have an idea. And you know you're you're now you got to test product market fit. That's what you got to do. And how do you test that? You put it in market. That's true. There are no new ideas inside the building, as one mm-hmm. of my old mentors used to say, Steve mm-hmm. Blank. Uh, you got to go outside the building. Mm-hmm. You got to do shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you put this out there. That's what you do, and you see how it works, and you give it some time, and you decide how much personal investment you want to make into it, and how long you know you it, it makes sense for you to to try. And yeah, I think that's really what. I mean, I think that's the main thing I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, anytime you I have a business AI? idea. No, I don't <laughs> even know how we got there. <laughs> anytime I have a business idea, I call you and I bounce ideas off of you. Oh, I, I enjoy it. And I'm sometimes, honored, by the way, that, that you think of me. Yeah, you're like, what, what do you say? Oh, my consigliere. 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 <laughs> that's not an easy word to say, by the way. Consigliere. And I mean, if you're Italian, it's pretty easy. I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm not Italian either, by the way. But you look more Italian than I do. Thanks. Fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I could maybe pass for you, it. You could yeah. pass. I'm not passing. <laughs> no, I'm not Italian. And, but and as your business consigliere. Correct. What do you think it has legs? I think it could. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any one person right now mm-hmm. knows enough of this market locally Correct. to tell you yes or no. However, mm-hmm. I will say that um, it has become, even in the last two years, mm-hmm. even with that Roadcaster Pro 2 that you have, correct, right? it has become easier and easier. Yes. So maybe, maybe not, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's gone. I think there's still opportunity, absolutely. 
and is, if you want to start a podcast, yeah, do you want to buy all this equipment, learn how to use it before you even know if you're any good at it or if you enjoy it? I, I think most people starting podcasts on the side mm-hmm. are not doing it because they're good at it. They want to they want to participate in something. They want to create something. Correct. Average podcaster does seven episodes before they quit. They quit. Yeah, Correct. absolutely. Which is yeah. not that many. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Um, and that that's that makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to put in ten grand or twenty grand or five grand even to find out if you're gonna like something two months later? Yeah. It's a big investment. I totally agree. In fact, it makes more sense to if you're a business mm-hmm. to not spend the capex to rent. You know, I mean, hire a sound engineer. And and so what I'm saying, and hire a mic to do your thing. And and I think, and I would, I I would say Mm -hmm. that that your ideal customer set isn't Joe Bob at home. It's a it's it's a business. Businesses, exactly. I agree. I totally agree with that. Um, Then it's a matter of how do you market, Mm -hmm. and then what you know what differentiation do you have? I think part of it is locale for you, Mm -hmm. because where I live or Mm -hmm. where my production studio is and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, this is a dime a dozen, Mm -hmm. right? There's, it's more expensive too, but there's a lot Correct. of infrastructure out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, no offense, but in the fucking boonies, I'm like ten minutes out of the city. You you, you are make it sound like I'm so you far. You are thirty five minutes from my house. It takes you thirty five minutes Buckhead. to go to Whole Foods from your house because no. of traffic. No, that's not true. Uh, thirty four. It, it's it's that like what is it? The East Cobb mindset. It, like the, people in the city <laughs> think their time is so valuable, but yet they spend ten minutes to get to their car. I don't. Well, <laughs> by the way, yeah, there was a shooting in your neighborhood. Yes, of like this old lady. Yes, I no, saw that news over the weekend. Stabbing, stabbing, seventy yeah. something year old lady. Yeah, yep. carjacking. She was in a, in our gated home. Well, it's a townhouse near the okay, intersection, okay. But, but it was in it was in a that gated community. It was in the nice part. Of town. First of all, first of all, gated communities are like Bars. Yeah, yeah, it's. It just makes you feel better. It doesn't actually yeah. stop people. So obviously, uh, second of all, it, it was in a like a community, mm-hmm. so tons and tons of houses. So okay. someone can go and look for you know an opportunity and just case okay. everything. They made it sound like I know she was that's, behind her that's, gated that's house. Why they said that? Because in West, West it, Paces Ferry, there's a lot of gated it, houses. That's the thing. You have a gated house, correct? So I thought it was that type of situation. It is very close to me, but it's mm. not a situation at all. But mm. you're right. Because it's off of West Paces, which is a very prestigious, Correct. you know, road, old yeah. money, ATL, that type of stuff. Um, and it was off that road, but it's right next to the intersection mm. where there's a lot more happening. Okay. Uh, uh, the main intersection of like Northside and West Paces. And um, it was in that community, mm. gated, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, Every community in Georgia is gated. Yeah, there's a lot of communities that are gated. Mm. Also, by the way, um, <laughs> when, when like my house is gated... Uh, but it really is just, you know, okay. hopeful deterrence. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, it's going to stop everybody. you can walk around yeah, it? You, I mean, no, you can't. But it you could, if you really wanted to, you could get yeah, through, yeah. right? Um, the, if you, like, drove your car through, you know, the mm-hmm. trees, you yeah, could. Yeah. Uh, it's not that hard. My point is, is that all of my neighbors, not all of them have that. So mm-hmm. what's going to happen is if mine is very difficult to get to, are they going to go to mine or are they going to my neighbors? They're going to my neighbors. Yeah. So in, in some ways, it's just a deterrent. But the other ways are that, Okay, if you have a gated community, um, people are a lot. They 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 act a lot more openly. Mm-hmm. They they worry less, and that's where it starts to be concerning, right? Like where people are, oh, I'll leave my doors open, I'll leave my garage open, I'll leave all this stuff open because I live in a gated community. Mm-hmm. That's a concern. Two, the neighborhood. I mean, our neighborhood, my neighborhood, has been 
targeted for a long time. Correct. Because where do you have the highest opportunity, you know, in terms of uh, value and things mm-hmm. and what people keep and, you know, how much cash they might have on them or, or valuable things. Um, and the least likelihood of, of being, you know, caught or shot, et cetera. Uh, so you, if, if you're targeting effectively, the ROI is best in that sure. neighborhood, right? Uh, and then if you have a quick ingress and egress, you know, like very next to an intersection, next to a highway, et cetera, that's another concern. I mean, I'm not telling, I mean, you know, um, this is how a logical criminal might think, but I'm not saying it's always the case. So what I'm saying is that it didn't seem, it, it is not as crazy as they made it sound on the news because I, 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 I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It is still concerning. Which is one of the reasons why Buckhead, as a neighborhood, had considered leaving, seceding from the city of Atlanta. Correct. Which didn't happen. Because. It's not going to happen, right? No. That's not necessarily the case. It did not. It was delayed. Mm. The vote was delayed because the new mayor said said, that she was going to put a new police station there. Former mayor was she. Um, Keisha Lance Bottoms left. And then... um, The the, the new mayor was like, I'm going to put a police... Which he did. Mm -hmm. And it's improved tremendously. Tremendously. Mm -hmm. So... It's now a question still. It'll happen maybe in the next year or two where it becomes another question. But um, that's why it is of great concern to people in the neighborhoods because if there's more coverage, if, there's, if we have our own police force, et cetera, um, you know, we, can, we can handle those things a lot better. Uh, the other major issue with this, though, is that we account for like 70% of the Atlanta budget. Correct. A very small part of yeah. Atlanta pays for, I pay for, mm-hmm. a very large portion of the city of Atlanta, which is very large. Mm-hmm. Except the uh, roads. Y'all's roads suck over there. Exactly. But, that, that, <laughs> but that's my, that's exactly our point, though. Yeah. If our... Pay if, all this if, money, but yet all don't this, get the services. I pay that, 70% yeah. and I get 7%. Like right. that's, yeah, I'm making that up. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't get the benefit of what I'm paying for. And I guarantee you I'm paying, you know, um, people like me, my neighbors, mm-hmm. et cetera. You know, we're paying a very large amount in comparison to others. Which... Makes me more happy that I don't live there. Yeah, fair. And I mean, I like what you call the boonies. Yeah, you know, takes me fifteen minutes that's to get fun. to that's your fair. house if I need to. Fifteen? That's Twenty a lie. minutes? That's a lie. What? It's what do you mean? It's a lie. lie. Twenty minutes to get to your house. Twenty bald, minutes. Bald face. Twenty minutes. Not at all. Twenty minutes. Pull door it right to door. Put it on ways. Put it on ways right now. All right. See what happens. All right. Ways. Yeah, ways is more accurate than than Google Maps. What? Definitely. I mean, everyone agrees that Apple Maps is garbage. Yeah. I use Apple Maps. Now. Oh my God! You did say you. were I'm pretty the sure I told you that I'm. I'm you're deep. The I'm balls yeah, deep in Apple. You know, Apple Maps was so bad like seven, eight years it's ago. It's fantastic. It's improved. It's improved a lot, but I, I, Waze is still the best. The difference between Apple Maps, Google Maps, and Waze is so marginal at, at now. Yeah, it is. It's getting smaller. And smaller. I, I don't mind. Hold on. You know what? Figure it out because uh, I have to. I, I do have to get going for a uh, a call with an investment banker. 28 business. minutes. Uh, it says 31 for me. Well, I, I did it to the Goldbergs because I didn't want to plug in your house. <laughs> are, you, are you showing it right now? Well, I, I don't want to not be sure of like, hey, what's your address? Okay. <laughs> you don't it's, have to find it. My point is that it's over 30 minutes. It's so. 30 minutes. Yeah. It's 30 minutes. Exactly. In and the middle of the day. No tracks. Exactly. It's the middle of the day. If, if this is when it's busy. Yeah, fair. Fair. No, we agree on that. Um, so, yeah, thank you for uh, one considering me in such high regard yep. that you would ask my opinion and participation. And two, it's been fun. Thank yeah. you for the experience. Awesome. Um, I, I think a lot of what you have to figure out and decide is going to be on your marketing and positioning and differentiation. Yep. Right. But I think again, your locale, as we were getting to your locale helped Correct. you there. 
Um, also, you probably start with people you have personal relationships with. You know, which so. I know a lot of interesting people. Yep. Fortunately, um, I think part of it. Well, it's really a twofold thing. One, um, am I going to actually podcast long term, and do I enjoy doing it? Um, you know, do people enjoy listening to it? Because I don't know if I have access to a lot of interesting people. Mm-hmm. Fortunate of being in the hobby that I was in for many years, uh, that I've been able to develop a lot of interesting relationships with people. That's how we met. Correct. Yeah. The second part is actually being able to turn it into a business that's not just a podcast. Yeah. And I, by the way, between the hobby mm-hmm. and the business, I think the business has likely more longevity than I think so the too. hobby. Yeah, the hobby For you is personally. That's exactly what it is. Like yeah. how much do I put into doing an episode on a weekly basis or, you know, two a week or three a week? I mean, you know, once you yeah. get into content creation mode, it's a grind. I, I do know. You and I both know. And after a while, it's a job. Yep. Not like, oh, I'm, I do it because it's fun. After like a month or two or three months of it, it's like, oh, or I got to do it again. A year. I got to do it again. Yeah. I got to do absolutely. it again. Absolutely. I mean, and I made maybe a hundred videos. Exactly. And if you don't absolutely love it, then you're going to probably fall off. And I love it. Yeah. I enjoy the process of it. It comes with just a lot of downsides to it, too. Yeah. Number one, people in the street, which is which was really weird for me after a while. You know, getting recognized. I'm not famous at all. Yeah. And then I'll be with someone that's really famous, like Harrison. Yeah. Who's, everybody knows who he is. Yeah. And at a certain point, it's kind of uncomfortable. You know, uh, I have I have experienced this because of being in Harrison's videos mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I would say that every other time I'm in an airport mm-hmm. with a hat and yeah. a mask, someone recognized me, which is crazy. They're like, hey, Haas, right? I'm like, holy shit. Like, huh. Yeah, I see you on Harris's videos. Or I see uh, one out of 10 times, it's yeah. I-, I like your videos. Yeah, yeah. Like mine. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Or, oh, yeah. Then one out of 20, it's like, I, lo- I love the FlexCast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is a, that's, that's tolerable to me. But at certain levels, people have told me, oh, you're going to hate it. I am a pure extrovert. I don't mind it. What I don't like, and I, and I like my privacy at certain times. Mm-hmm. When I'm out in public, fine. I'm I'm fair game mm-hmm. to interact with. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to be private, fuck you. Yeah. Right. Like if I'm in my home mm-hmm. and I'll be hounded, of that'd course, be a very different thing. Um, so I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Well, I think the moment for me was at I think I was at Avalon. And I was in like the valley area. But see, that's, but oh, that's a different thing. Personally versus our cars. Like our cars are yeah, I mean, you know, used to dictate. I, I don't mind people coming to say hi. Yeah. It's that I remember there was a lady and her like 10 year old kid. And she came up. She's like, hey, my, my son wants to take a picture with you. Like, can you take a picture with him? And I was like, he's number one. He's really young. Number two, like, so I, all of a sudden I felt like a social responsibility to like oh. be like better. Interesting. Because, is this, know, ba- is this all a bad thing? Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, I, I made a lot of videos driving really fast, hanging out the side of my car, right? That was like a majority of my videos. Uh, you know, I, I might not have remembered that. Of course, you're in a lot of them. <laughs> and and after that happened, like one time I was like, okay, that's fine. Number two happens. And then after a while, I'm like, huh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. It's not the best thing. Well, I think if you're honest and authentic, I think it's okay. For example, mm-hmm. if you then did a video like, hey, you know what? In the past few years, I've been doing some crazy shit. I don't think it's smart. I don't think it's a great thing to but do. No one wants to hear that, too. You well, know, like, but that's what I mean. But it's not about pandering. You know? It's about being authentic and who yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I, I would say that it would all be fine if you were truly authentic yeah. 
with you know in your videos and saying you're and which I, I feel like I've always been. I think most people would say that. However, well, I when am you made them, but then on you video, making the videos though. Would, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like it progresses and changes. Correct. If you keep making the videos, that's fine. And you change over time. People change sure. over time. I've changed a lot. I think over the last two years, I haven't made a video in since 2020. I think it was the last video I made. So it's what 2022 now, probably. Well, well you kind of ha- had a hiatus for a little while, then came back to making some videos. Correct. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where this goes. Really fast there for a while. I know. And then stopped. Mm-hmm. And then came back slowly, little bit slowly, here, slowly, and then slowly stopped again. Yeah, we'll see if it becomes a thing. But I, I do like this idea. Okay. I like the concept. Um, I don't know enough about the market to say, you know, here's the viability. And of it. there is not enough market research done out there to even have a gauge. Yeah. which is why it's but, more interesting. But you know, there's but there's a, only a and because you're hobbyist mm-hmm. in part of it. There is there's not a massive. Um, barrier of entry for you to do that correct and i think that you ha- that's part of your differentiation mm-hmm. it's easier for you to do that there, there are greater barriers whether it's knowledge cash etc mm-hmm. time space mm-hmm. i think those are your advantages right now and then you could be an early mover in the market right now in this locale hopefully so, yeah but I, I think those things you have on your side uh the rest who the fuck knows well i but, mean if it does well in this location i'd like to have one multiple okay you know? well, if I, well here first exactly if i have one then i want two i yeah. want three i want four is it something that can scale to 10 or 15 or 20 or 100 is really the question well, depending on the economics i mean we've, we've got to figure that out too like are the margins worth it you know can, that, that's can what you, i'm trying can, to figure yeah. out now uh see if you can get business see if you can get you know can it make money can it make money for one right? location. Yeah, well, one step at a time but i don't think you should put all that on yourself up front i think you should put it out there mm-hmm. see how it goes figure out the business motions of this is you know someone comes in and what time of the day and how long and how much you edit it, how much you offer your services, figure that shit out first before you're worried about like of course. profitability, scaling, et cetera, of course. Uh, which you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, well, um, this isn't new to you. However, I would remind you that in any new venture, cause it's been a while, right? Uh, you got to remember that like a lot of this is just iteration is figuring it out, True, you know, and with relatively low um, investment from mm-hmm. you, uh, you 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 could potentially have a, a, a something valuable on your hands, and you don't know until you try it. On that note, appreciate you coming up. Yeah, thank, thank you, you buddy. Can we get some outro music? I, we had music. We never used it. We can use it now. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man.